live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown. This is a special edition of Positively West Virginia and our daily COVID-19 business briefing. For those of you joining us live on Facebook, welcome and thanks for tuning in. And for those listening on the podcast recording, thanks for joining us as well. We really appreciate you guys. Normally, each week on this podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with you. For the next few weeks, we're bringing you daily special edition broadcasts specifically and intentionally around this basic question. What can West Virginia businesses do right now to navigate this current COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic we're all facing? When we first started this podcast back in 2017, our goal was to inspire and equip people in West Virginia with examples of real-life entrepreneurs and business owners who built their companies right here in West Virginia. In essence, we wanted to help people, and we've been doing that every week. So during this pandemic storm that we all find ourselves in right now, this falls right in line with our mission of helping business people in West Virginia. Of course, you can learn more about this at PositivelyWV.com. Every week, we're going to be bringing you these special daily briefings to help business owners and business leaders, especially small businesses, with practical ideas to use right now. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. Today, I'm honored to have on the show Ray Glimp. He's the owner of Get Fit Juices and Shakes. He, uh, Ray is an entrepreneur, he's a restaurateur, and a business leader. His company has two locations in Morgantown, and Get Fit was named 2020 Best New Business by the Morgantown Area Partnership, and that is quite an accomplishment back in January. Ray is also a return guest. Uh, we had his story on back in April 25th, 2019, episode 67, if you want to hear his entire story. And he has quite a story uh, uh, on the backside of this as well. I invited Ray on the show to talk about what his West Virginia restaurants are doing to navigate this storm and share some creative ways he and others like him are working to keep their doors open right now. Ray, thank you for being on the show today. Jim, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. First off, Ray, I just got to ask you, how are you doing right now personally? Uh, well, Jim, these are tough and, and unfortunate and unforeseen times right now that we're dealing with in uh, the restaurant, bar, and uh, just pretty much every industry right now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, are you keeping your spirits up? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to stay positive. Um, <laughs> the employees that we do have left, I'm trying to encourage them to stay positive as well. Um, just like any any struggle, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, absolutely, Ray. So, one of the things that I think are are being hardest hit right now are restaurants, and that's why I'm really glad to have you on the show to kind of talk us through what you know what that looks like, and maybe kind of rewind a, a little bit back to um, you know when this all started for for you personally and and get fit. Can you take us back to that moment? Uh, well, I can start with the journey of get fit. You know, I I, I came to WVU as a, a student here. And uh, get fit. Actually, I, I've always had a, a a want and desire to help people in the community mm-hmm. um, and health. You know, with West Virginia still being one of the uh, unhealthiest states, this was more of a, a calling for me to to be able to help give back to the community by helping them with fitness um, mm-hmm. and nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, but and, and being here right now to the time period that we are now, um, restaurants have and, and bars have all been forced to change. Um, what we do on a daily basis, you know, mm-hmm. most most places have sit in and uh, dine in options. Um, those have all been eliminated. Yeah. When when did that start? Um, so for us here, I believe about two weeks ago. Yep. We were uh, forced to 
uh, pretty much allow to go orders and delivery orders only. Yep. Absolutely. So, so talk about Get Fit right now. You have two locations. One is out in the Cheat Lake area of Morgantown. For those listeners who don't know where Cheat Lake is, that's kind of like on the uh, eastern part of Morgantown. And then you've got one in Suncrest Town Center, which is kind of in the heart of the Morgantown area. So are both of those locations operational right now? Um, so we've unfortunately been forced to have to close one of the locations, the Cheat Lake location. Um, that location drops heavily off of the gym traffic, and without any gym traffic, mm. it's almost un- it's unaffordable uh, to sustain that business right now. Absolutely, um, and, and I, I think about you know because when when we talked back in April of last year, your strategy for opening these uh, these restaurants, these uh, juices and shake uh, restaurants, uh, was to strategically be positioned next to gym facilities and with all the gyms closed that's that's got to be a, a, a hindrance as well yeah we've taken a, a hard hit unfortunately um we had to lay off all the staff from the the cheat lake location and mm-hmm. um at the suncrest location we've laid off about 80 percent of our staff right now so mm-hmm. um this is you know as a business owner this is one of the hardest and saddest times in my in my life absolutely i can only imagine and i know that uh you know, from your perspective, you and I know each other personally, and I'm I'm a, a an avid fan of Get Fit Juices and Shakes, and I love the uh, the, the uh, immune booster juice. I had one yesterday for lunch, and a uh, in a bowl as well. But uh, that I love your products, and and you're you're very people centric. You you're a great business leader. I've admired what you're doing as even as a young person, uh, and as a transplant for, uh, here to West Virginia. And we're, we'll talk about that here in a minute. But the thing I, that I've noticed about your team is that the the level of expertise you've built a tremendous team, and to have to lay those off, I can my heart breaks for you and, and for your your team. So so kind of talk about where you're at right now. Here we are, March twenty seventh, twenty twenty, and you know just three months ago you had been named best new business of the year by the Morgantown area partnership. And here we are three months later, and now you're in this crisis. What are some of the things you're doing to try to keep the boat floating, if you will? Um, keeping the boat floating. I mean, that, that's all we can do. You know, as we look at our business as a boat and as a ship, we're, we're just taking on water right now. So our goal is to pail out as much water as we can. Um, we've right now we're, we're working with the Mountaineer chapter B and I, um, Get fit juices and shakes. Uh, we have uh, Braun from Crab Shack Ariba who's uh, been able to help, and Anna from the Cupcakery. Um, right now, we're working with the community to help provide meals to help feed the employees at the uh, medical health centers, uh, Mon Health and Ruby WVU Medicine. Yeah. Um, so we're looking to gather money from the community right now. We started GoFundMe page, and um, hopefully, we get that sponsor. We're looking to feed over, I believe, uh, 400 nurses, doctors, people on the front end. Yeah. And well, those, you know, we keep hearing about the, uh, the, the people on the front lines of this uh, epidemic, this pandemic that we're facing right now. And, and in Morgantown, um, I'm not exactly sure how many cases are in Mon County this morning, uh, but I know that we are considered one of the epicenters and especially like Sundale um, uh, Nursing Home here in Morgantown uh-huh. is right on that campus in that vicinity of, of kind of in between both of those hospitals. So I know there's a lot of attention on Morgantown right now. So specifically, Ray, what do you, what are you guys doing? How, how did you come up with this idea and say, you know, we could do this and, and kind of do it in a, in a fundraiser way, but also be able to generate a little bit of income to keep the doors open for these three restaurants that you're partnered with? Um, so one of the things I work with, uh, I try to work with a lot of restaurant bar groups, but uh, specifically I, I worked with that Mountaineer chapter BNI to uh, we formed almost a think tank t- 
to try to figure out ways to help in the community. Yeah. Um, and, and this was one of the best ways we felt because it's almost as if everybody wants to help right now. People just don't know how, you know, people mm. don't know how or, or the means to go about it. So, you know, this, this group has pretty much formed to, to give back to the community. Yeah. And that, that's kind of what we're working on. Ray, I want, I want to interrupt you just for a second because there may be some people out there listening, especially some business owners that aren't familiar with BNI. BNI stands for Business Networking International, and there's a very robust chapter uh, here in Morgantown and raise a part of that, a, 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 an active part and a very giving part of that uh, that group, as is uh, Bron, Bron Kao, the owner of Crab Shack Kariba, and Anna Carrier, who owns the Cupcakery, a very successful cupcake restaurant uh, restaurant and I've actually had Anna on as a guest too I can't I can't think of her episode right off the top of my head but uh, she you know, she has an amazing story too and, and all three of you guys are are very active in the community you're givers um, you you give to people of of your your talents your time and your treasure in a lot of different ways and and I think that this is awesome that you guys kind of came up with this concept and and utilizing a a platform such as GoFundMe, which sets it up and makes it very seamless. So if somebody wants to give $5 or $100 to help feed people in the community, but they're also on, on the, you know, it's kind of as a, as an added benefit helping you guys are not profiting from this, but you're able to keep revenue and cash flow coming through your business so that you can provide this food and you can keep some, some people going and keep pay the rent and keep the doors uh-huh. open. And kind of like you said, and I said both, you know, keep that ship and it's going to take on water, but how much water, you know, we want to limit yeah. that right now. So I think that's very innovative. And I think it's extremely important to be thinking that way proactive. This is, I guarantee you, this was not on your radar screen in January. No, not at all. We had uh, other goals, but um, right now, I think the the core and and our purpose, and our purpose is always dedicated to community first. Mm-hmm. And uh, this just helps us, you know, really reaffirm our 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 purpose. Absolutely, Ray. I want to go back and and hit on something that I mentioned a minute ago. Uh, originally, you grew up in the Brooklyn area, um, and uh, I, I can only do you have family still back there. Yes, I do. Uh, my parents are still back there. I have uh, some sisters back there too, and uh, yeah, they're uh, dealing with the hard times. They're struggling as well. Uh, my mm. mom has been laid off from her job, mm. um, and my dad as well. Um, so wow. I got to talk with them, and they're struggling. I'm helping them how I can from you know over here, but. Mm. Well, you know, you think about, you know, what we're dealing with in West Virginia and you think about your family back in Brooklyn area and New York City. And, you know, I have some friends in right in Manhattan and uh, what they're dealing with is just, you know, it's 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 kind of crazy when you think about it. So, you know, what are some what are some tips that you think um, that you could give uh, to other restaurants right now, Ray, that might be listening in or any other type of small business that might be very, you know, kind of um, intensely focused on like retail they require people to come into their store and buy things and right now that's that's kind of dry you know drying up We're, we've got a, uh-huh. a stay-at-home order by the governor and everybody is just trying to yeah. do their best to to social distance and keep uh keep you know keep safe and out of the public so what are some things that you could you, you kind of um maybe are taken away from this that you can bring to the conversation today of people you know what they can do to, to help um, their business so for restaurants bars i mean pretty much in, in any industry right now um community i mean i keep going back to that mm. word but you know trying to find ways to give back um and you will see that return tenfold um 
when when this whole thing started, I, I remember that they shut down the schools and that had a specific impact to me because, you know, when I was younger, we didn't have any money growing up. So sometimes that school meal was the only meal that we got, you know, per day. Mm. Um, and so I uh, ended up working with my business partner, Sal, here, and uh, we ended up coming with a program to, uh, you know, help feed or, or, you know, provide juices or smoothies to kids um, through the day, you know, some types of sustenance that we did for free and, and we shared that with the community and it did so well, you know, we, we had parents that, you know, would bring the kid, but maybe they would buy a smoothie. Yeah. You know, we didn't do it with the intention of making any money off of it, but mm. we, with good intention is going to come good results. Absolutely. <clears throat> so, you know, we talk about opportunities, you know, cause I, I, I used this analogy yesterday with uh, Congressman David McKinley was on the show and we were talking about the two trillion, two plus trillion dollar uh, coronavirus stimulus package, which I believe just passed just as we were coming uh-huh. on here like 13 minutes ago. Wow. And, and and he was talking about, you know, um, opportunities and, and my analogy, I've been using this boat analogy, but if we can get the boat, if, if, if we can help or if our community here in Morgantown can help Ray Glimp and Anna and, and Braun get their, their boats to the calm water, uh-huh. there's going to be opportunity for, for everybody. Because obviously, you know, I love the cake cupcakery. I had, uh, Crab Shack Kariba fish and chips last night for dinner, you know, to, uh, to, to go. My wife picked that up. Uh, I had a, a get, fist, get Fit Juices and Shakes uh, uh, lunch yesterday to go, you know, just po- popped in there and, and, and got it on the app. Uh, but, but these are my favorite restaurants. I, I know it's a lot, of, a lot of our favorite restaurants in every community throughout West Virginia. So if uh-huh. we've got to help guys like you, people like Anna, to keep those doors open because we want to be able to come and hang out at your place when this is all done. So the only way that's going to happen is we got to help keep the doors open. So I love what you're doing with this GoFundMe page. Uh, we're going to put a link up to that, but what's the best way for people to, to find out about that and make a contribution uh, to help feed these nurses and frontline workers at Mon Health and Ruby Memorial at WV Medicine? Um, so we've, we've copied the uh, links and to each of our pages. So the Cupcakery, the Crap Shack Kariba, and to Get Fit. So if you check out any of the Facebook pages, um, you can also share that as well, which helps get the uh, noticeability of it out. Um, but you can feel free to donate to those links on Facebook pages. Yeah, that's great. And, and I'm going to encourage everybody to do that. I personally made a contribution uh, a couple of days ago and I encourage everybody to, to do that as well. We'd love to get to that $6,000 goal. Where are you at right now? You've done this. What You launched uh, this like Tuesday night? Yes. So we've seen so much, so much, uh, uh, uh generosity from the, from the community. Uh, right now, I believe we are at about, uh, 60 to 70 percent of our goal i think we've raised close to four thousand dollars already that's awesome um, and uh, i mean if we go above the goal we just like to feed more people that that's our that's our commitment to this is to be able to feed as many of the nurses and doctors who are on our front lines our heroes right now absolutely and what what, what kind of meal are you guys going to be providing for that um so i know anna from the cupcakery will be providing uh some cupcakes i think she's going to do a variety um, I will be providing some uh, smoothies from Get Fit, um, as well as some uh, fresh fruit cups. And I believe Bron will be doing a type of pasta, or chicken pasta, or some type of seafood dish as well. Awesome. So it, it's not we, you know, when we did this, we wanted to give quality. We didn't just want to give them, you know, just a, a turkey sandwich, you know, and say have a nice day. No, mm-hmm. these people deserve more than that. 
And so when, when we put this together, we want to make sure that we kept them in mind first. Yeah, absolutely. So, Ray, a couple of things that are popping in my mind as we're talking. And I think, you know, you used the word community. And I think that is um, sometimes an overused word, but, man, it is extremely important right now. And we've got to hold each other up. We've got, especially these small businesses, um, they're, you know, I, I hate to say it like this, but I, I feel like a lot of people out there are hurting in business. And we've got to make sure that, that these businesses stay open and have the ability to at least, even, even if they're temporarily closed, we've got to make sure that we're supporting them as soon as this thing passes so that they can rebound. Um, I, I hate, like the Dickens, to think that some of my favorite companies and businesses, especially people like yourself, are, wouldn't be around after this, you know, in a, in a month or so. And, and so we've got to do our best to, to really rally around them, prop them up. And, and also, um, you know, you provide opportunities in the form of employment with these, with your companies. I mean, you hire people, you're, you're leading them, you're educating them. I've seen the way you work with your team. You're, you're equipping them for success in the world. And we need more guys like Ray Glimp and Bron Kao and Anna Carrier uh, out there in the world. So, you know, that's, that's kind of my takeaway from this that I'm hearing. Yeah, Jim, uh, I mean, pretty much the community support to, to help us grow. Uh, and we grow with the community. You know, we only, ho- we only hire local. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and then for us, the ability to hire pretty much. I mean, we've employed high school people here to, you know, people up to to 60 years of old past the retirement age, mm. you know, who, yep. who've just been interested. And in, um, right now, between all the companies, you know, I, I, at one point we were up to about 70 to 80 employees. Mm. And for a small business, that's, that's a pretty good amount of employees. Heck and, yeah. um, yep. you know, losing that amount gives us a lot of, of fear and uncertainty right now. But. We think with, you know, with, with all the support we've received that we will be able, hopefully, to bounce back. Yeah. Than before. Yeah. Ray, what's, um, you know, we talked about uh, the GoFundMe uh, uh, situation, and, and that's kind of a really, you know, it's not new, but it's a relatively new platform. What's yeah. what's one technology resource that you think is, is helping you kind of weather the storm right now? Um, well, GoFundMe right now, as far as this... Uh, program that we've put together to feed the nurses and doctors. Um, we've also been able to use social media. Social mm-hmm. media has been huge um, because most of your community members are on social media. You know, those are usually your supporters. Yep. Um, and I know a lot of restaurants and, and, and bars in this area have um, also been able to use uh, a gift cards and pretty much, you mm-hmm. know, a gift card is just an investment in that restaurant and helps them keep the, that boat afloat. Mm-hmm. Um, you're creating cash flow that you'll use at another time. Um, so if you have your favorite local restaurants, I encourage people to buy gift cards as well from them, um, because that's going to help them keep their employees afloat. Um, other methods we've used, like I mentioned, are, you know, delivery services, Mm. um, because some people don't have access to, to be able to leave their house right now. Absolutely. Are you guys providing that as well? Yes, we are. We are providing delivery service. So we, we run delivery from uh, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. That's awesome. Yep. That's it. So you're, you're actually kind of innovating some things right now uh, and being creative. What's, what's a, what's a, um, what's a piece of advice you would give to uh, other small business owners out there right now with regard to innovating and to kind of thinking out of the box? What, what's some advice you would give on that? Um, so this is, I, I look at this period as this will be the defining moment where you can tell who has been innovating through and who hasn't, you know, because of, 
delivery, for example, is something that we need to push um, because the restaurant business has changed as a whole. You know, most families don't have time to eat together mm. or, you know, to cook a meal together. So um, I would say to continue to innovate, whether it be, you know, creating an app for your restaurant, your bar business, um, you know, doing, you know, mail out flyers for your restaurant mm. or, bar, or bar business. That way people know that, you know, that you you do exist, you know, and that, you know, so certain people have such a forgetfulness of, you know, going to see a place. It takes four times for people to form a habit mm. of going to a bar or a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we want to make sure that we stay in front of people's minds whenever it comes to our, you know, our local community. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's it's kind of funny listening to you talk about that because I've watched uh, ever since I heard about Get Fit Juices and Shakes. You know, you came out with the... Uh, the app that you talk about and we'll give that a shameless plug as well, but people, <laughs> people can download that app and order and, and, and get your, uh, re- you know, redeem your points right there and be able to have the communication directly with your point of sale. I mean, it's, it's a pretty uh-huh. slick situation. Now, how did you, how did you come up with that, that piece of technology? Um, I knew it was a necessity. Um, one of my, uh, co-workers had mentioned you know Ray we really need to take it up a notch and, and being mm-hmm. in small business um having you know my employees there to give me suggestions because mm-hmm. those are you know those are the employees are core mm-hmm. I mean you know because they deal with the customers every day where I might not I might miss a beat you know so the employees make sure to keep me on track uh, mm-hmm. of what I need to do to innovate so especially for small business owners making sure that we actually do listen to our employees will, will help us keep keep us around but that app um has you know changed the dynamic where you can just you can browse our menu you feel more comfortable you can come in pick your stuff up and go there's no waiting in line mm-hmm. um and then loyalty reward systems are, are are key for small business as well um because we have so much to compete against and, and your big chains yeah. so you know building that customer loyalty that it helps build that brand recognition um it helps people come back around absolutely one of the things that i that i'm inspired listening to this story, Ray, is that you've been innovating and you have been listening to your people. You, With all due respect, you're, you're a great entrepreneur, a very smart guy, but you, you don't have all the answers. But listening to your team members at a time like this is essential. No, oh, it's key, Jim. Um, there wouldn't be me without my team, yeah. you know, and, and, and it, it comes listening to the team on every level from just the, the guy who just started who has an idea to the guy who's been there for, you know, 10 years that has an idea, you know, you may not be able to execute every idea, but, but, uh, take note of, take note of it. Um, and it also creates value in your company because if the employees know that, Hey, you know, this guy listened to what I said and, and, it gives them more of a value as well. Absolutely. Wow. That's a great lesson in leadership right there. And Ray, I want to also kind of talk about this for just a second. And it's something that's been on my heart uh, since last Monday. So uh, like two weeks, I've been talking about this and that is two sentences, assess what you have and help people. And I feel like, you know, with, (laughs) I mean, man, that example, your, your example of how you came up with this concept to incorporate some collaboration and community with a couple of other restaurant owners, uh, being able to assess what you had and figuring Uh out a way, a need out in the community and said, let's go help some people. And now you've got this method that's going to be hopefully getting you through the next week or two with this, um, 
fundraiser, if you will, but it's also providing meals for these frontline COVID-19 workers in the hospitals in Morgantown, the two hospitals, uh, the nurses and, and, and those types of people that are out there on the front lines, quality meals and juices. And and you can't forget those delicious cupcakes from the cupcakery. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I commend you for thinking out of the box to be open to listen to other uh people around you saying hey here's here's an idea and then you just take took the idea and and made it happen so it's not just listening to an idea it's not just having the good intention it's actually putting it into into play and and my hope and my prayers for you and the others are that uh that you guys will get through this storm and uh and keep these boats floating because i i want to come back i can't wait to come back and well you know obviously you're open now but you know when you guys are flourishing again here in a couple months i can't wait to to be there for that as well oh thank you jim we hope to have you and 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 as I said at the beginning, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. And so with, the, with this lesson, I mean, this is just a lesson for us, yeah. you know, to be more prepared next time or, you know, um, just to continue to learn and innovate. Yeah. Our guest once again uh, today is Ray Glimp, owner of Get Fit Juices and Shakes. Ray, is as we uh, wrap up our time here today on Positively West Virginia, what's the best way for people to learn more about this project? You kind of mentioned it a little bit ago and maybe even get in touch with you and the, uh, and the others that are involved with it. Um, so the best ways, as I mentioned, are to, you know, on Facebook, um, to go on each individual page, whether it be get fit juices and shakes, uh, the cupcakery or crab shack Cariba, we've all uh, posted and shared the donation, uh, link. Um, and, you can uh, actually message each of us. We all have our phones with us, and those messages are going directly to the business owners at this time. So you can feel free to message each of us mm. on any of those uh, platforms, Facebook, and we also all have Instagrams as well. Yeah. You can feel free to uh, mention us or, or, or tag us or send us a direct message, and we'll be sure to respond if you have any questions mm. or suggestions or any ways that you feel like you could help. Absolutely. Ray, I, I guess I, I want to kind of address the audience out there listening today because we have thousands of people joining in. You know, this is a, a, t- a difficult time. We all know that. Unprecedented. You keep hearing that word. But take a, take a page out of Ray Glimp's book and use some innovation. Get good people around you. Listen to your team. Help devise a plan. Assess what you have and w- strive to help people. I mean, this is, a, this is exactly what's going to get Ray and, and these other restaurants through this. And I encourage you to listen to what he's saying Get out there, and this is no time to cower in the corner. you got to take action. Ray, any final words you'd like to share with, with, the, with the audience today? Jim, I just want to thank you for having us, and uh, just remember to keep, keep going. Wherever you're at, um, keep your head up. There's always, there's always an ending to everything, so th- this will be over. This too shall pass. Amen. I hear you. I hear you. Ray, thanks again for sharing uh, this, your story and this very, uh, very valuable information to our audience. I really appreciate you, man. Thank you, Jim. Folks, that's it for today's Positively West Virginia Daily COVID-19 Business Briefing. My hope is that we brought some valuable insight that you can use in your business as we all work to navigate this current situation that we're all in. I want to take a moment to thank our sponsors for Positively West Virginia, and they are the Insurance Centers, the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media. We'll be coming to you live every weekday as this pandemic continues with these special edition business briefings. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.
Stay safe, stay healthy, and stay positive, West Virginia.